0: Same, 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 podcast. podcast. hey Phantomaniacs! it's time for another unboxing this time around i am opening up the 112 collective moon knight figure from mezco uh while i get this uh slip cover off of the very attractive packaging which by the way uh all white with an emboss let me get this plastic off they put i appreciate all of the care that mezco takes oh my gosh i'm gonna have to cut that off Uh, in packaging lots of film in between different components to keep everything nice and protected and secure. Uh, But when you're trying to get the stuff out, it's kind of a pain. This won't even cut. This is the most hardcore plastic film I've ever dealt with in my life. Uh, Okay, so um, this outer film that's on the slip cover for the box. The box is uh, a nice clean white uh, with a glossy moon knight logo i assume on the front on the back it's got a picture of the product and all the accessories everything looks very cool and while i get this slip cover off i'm going to tell you uh everything that i know about marvel's moon knight uh, moon knight is a character from marvel comics he wears a lot of white mark specter is a person that is Moon Knight. I don't know if there are more Moon Knights than one. I think maybe he has multiple personalities. I'm not sure. In short, I really don't know anything at all about Moon Knight. I just thought the figure looked really cool. My wife is actually a big Moon Knight fan, but she's upstairs moving furniture, which uh, made me think, well, this is a really good time for me to tell her I need to go downstairs and record, because that's how I roll. Uh, furniture moving it's not uh one of my favorite things furniture moving not one of my favorite things i haven't even been drinking you guys all right so uh we've got the interior black window box that is standard across all of the 112 figures now i'm fine with the new updated packaging it seems much more practical and less wasteful uh the boxes are all pretty much a standard size now except for the special releases like the previews exclusive ones that come in a 10 or whatever uh but this black window box is the same on all of them now there are no character specific designs on this thing so that probably saves them a little bit of money and effort and that's fine with me because uh they are still putting uh a ton of effort into the actual figures and that's what's important uh, still classy packaging still nice and when one arrives you're like ooh this is fancy but uh, yeah I, let's let's focus on the figures uh, inside there's a little piece of paper with product care guidelines which is very smart because this is a it's an action figure it's very posable it's very sturdy but it's not something you want to hand to a kid uh, my son has messed with some of my 112s because he has grown up around action figures. He knows how to handle stuff. Uh, he knows the difference between playing and sort of examining and posing. So, well, and as you heard on the uh, mini cast where we reviewed the 112 Collective Ghostbusters figures, like he knows how to handle collectible toys. Uh, so, but I, I wouldn't give these to anybody. Uh, any other kid tried to mess with my 112s, I'd knock him out. Uh, so a little piece of paper cautioning this is a collectible product uh, don't fuck around looking right here the interior trays now all of the 112 figures have multiple interior trays to keep some of the accessories separate everything safe and sound Uh, you with this one this has sort of the standard issue it's two separate trays that consist consist of four total pieces and i apologize uh for any extra noise you're picking up here i don't have my normal table situation going on because i had to clean i had to add a batman shelf in the phantom zone because i just ran out of room on the existing batman shelf so now i will have two uh batman shelves by which i mean all of the random i collect Batman's just any Batman figure I think is cool I'll buy and they all go on the Batman shelf Uh, so now I have two Batman shelves and I had to take down all of the Batman's and clean them and everything else and they're sitting on the table I normally use for these unboxings Uh, so I'm at my desk right now where there is not as much room but anyway the bottom tray usually contains the stand the armature the mylar bag that's for storing all of the accessories and uh it's it's got a top piece and a bottom piece everything is secure and separate looks great super great design great stand i'm not going to open that up right now because all of the mezco stands are pretty much the same there's no reason to get too uh deep into that if you do not have a 112 collective figure or you have never seen one out of the box they include these stands that it's a big circular base And it comes with a peg in it that fits into the figure's foot. Standard action figure stand style. But it also includes an armature that you can remove the peg and put this armature in that will hold the figure in a jumping, flying, swinging, whatever uh, attack position. And then beyond that, figures with capes include uh, five support wires that plug into the armature so you can pose the cape as well. Uh, it's it's amazing, it's almost excessive, except that it's so ingenious I wouldn't want to call it excessive. So let's get back to the top tray that actually contains the figure, uh, the heads, the accessories. There is uh, an upper clear tray on that and the black tray that actually holds everything, the clear tray. There is a piece of film to protect the figure from the trace because so, you don't want all of these uh i believe they're called tampos these are the uh rubbery designs that are on the stretchy suits that these figures come in uh, it's the most amazing action figure design i've ever seen in my life uh, as i've said many times before uh the 112 Collective series is the greatest action figure line in the world. These are my favorite action figures. Uh give me any character that they've produced that I've bought and it's my favorite figure of that character. Uh so that, that that's just facts. They're, they're incredible. And yes, they're expensive, but more so than anything else I collect, except for maybe the best of the best NECA figures, and the, like the ultimate figures, uh, when I open these up, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth, even though my money's worth is a lot of money. Uh, this, like right now, looking at this Moon Knight, you know, I, I ordered this, I, I said I don't know anything about Moon Knight, but I ordered this figure because it looked so cool, this all-white scheme uh with the white bodysuit and then the white detailing on top of it. It just looks so cool. And I told our friend Schweck, our head of research, I said, I have a feeling this is going to be a sleeper. I think this is one that people aren't going to jump on. And that over time the price is going to just skyrocket because they're going to see it in person or they're going to hear word of mouth is going to let people know how incredible this figure is and because it's just an all-white figure and because moon knight is not one of the most popular characters in the world uh i i think there's a possibility that the the price on this thing is going to go through the roof but i might be wrong and even if i am i've still got this figure that we're about to find out just how great it is so uh lots of film on this one uh, he is His cape is pulled through a piece of plastic that separates the figure from the stand that I mentioned before. Uh, we're going to slide the film off of the cape. There's also a piece of film on top of the stand because the stands are very glossy, and the design on them is... Uh, if you're not careful with it, it potentially can scratch off because I, I've got not judge dread one of the earlier figures i got i wasn't totally careful when i was removing the peg to put the armature in and i ended up scratching off a little bit of the uh a little bit of the paint on the stand it's not terrible it's not it doesn't really bother me especially since it was a learning deal you know sometimes when stuff like that happens uh it's just a matter of looking at it and thinking well that's significant to me because i'm never going to get rid of this figure it's not like i'm worried about the resale value that's significant to me because that's the point where I learned how careful I needed to be with these stands. Uh you know, I just look at it and it's it's a learning thing. Wow. Okay, so there's film around the cape. The cape itself is a leather-like material. It's very similar to uh the cape that's on the Ben Affleck Batman figure, which is a phenomenal figure by the way. Uh th- so there's the cape. He's got a hood. That's a separate piece. And this is a little unusual for 112 for these to have. Like, I'm surprised the hood isn't fabric. But the hood pull, uh, pulls right off of the head. Got a piece of film around the head. And he's got a mask that is tons of detail for just being a white mask. There's. Uh, you can see where it's stretched over his ears and his face it looks like over his nose and his mouth there might be some kind of like breathing apparatus or something Uh, painted blue eyes very very tight detail very uh, shiny blue and the cape or cloak if you will is actually attached to the top by a little circular piece that's meant to look like sort of the bottom of this hood I guess so the hood just snaps right back into place there on top of the head. Uh, you know, I say that. I'm having. A, oh, there we go. Okay, so that's actually a ridge to hold the hood in place. Very interesting. Uh, that's a little tricky. I'm going to leave the hood off for right now and not mess with it anymore because we want to look at the other parts of the figure. So we have this pure white bodysuit. And what I didn't realize initially is that there are white textures like it's it's almost rubbery plasticky vinyl i guess stuff on top but then they're also almost a gray uh border around these things that's like a uh gives them some depth it gives some uh some real separation between the bodysuit and the pieces that are meant to look uh, I, I guess armory is the idea. Really impressive design on this guy. I mean again for an all white figure they figured out how to give him a lot of of detail and personality. You know, if you're going to look at a Marvel Legends Moon Knight figure, it'd be just a white body, maybe some gauntlets and boots and and that would be it this is you know it's a different class of figure it's not really fair to compare the two but this is a whole other level of of detail and thought uh, that has been put into this figure he's got a piece of film around his waist between his belt and the bodysuit again to protect uh, anything from rubbing uh, during shipping I'm just gonna pull that film out carefully trying not to leave any behind get uh, torn into there all right, got that pulled right out. The belt is a little off-center, but I'm pretty sure I can wiggle that. Yeah, that'll. there we go. So just a, a little easy tugging, and that belt moves right into place. Uh, the belt itself has a ton of sculpted detail. It's all silver. It's a pure silver with, I don't believe, any kind of painted highlights or anything. Uh, it's actually a little hard to tell because it's so silvery but uh it looks it looks really really good Uh, again a nice little contrast to break up all the white in the figure we go over here and look at the gauntlets and they're a almost pearlescent white with a straightforward white underneath and then his hands which are by the way hinged ball joints so, you have this full range of of uh mobility for posing these hands. The wrist you know can move up and down and it can move every way a normal human wrist would it's It's a tremendous range of articulation uh The shoulders have the same uh sort of a double ball joint or a ball joint with a cup so that they can move up and down and forward and back It's a little difficult to explain. Uh, And even if I was putting pictures up right now, you wouldn't be able to see because everything, every bit of articulation except for the ankles and the wrists uh, are concealed underneath this guy's costume, which is fantastic. Uh, Going down to his boots, they're that same pearlescent look as his gauntlets. uh, Well, and his belt now that I'm thinking about it. It's a little more of a pearlescent white than a silver. Uh, And then the backs of the boots, you can see the sort of white material underneath the armored part Uh, his ankles don't have a whole lot of range and that's pretty standard that's actually my biggest complaint about 112 collective figures is how little motion you have in the ankles uh he's not bad but the way that this boot is designed it has Uh, the armor overlaps a sort of shoe it almost looks like a sneaker Uh, I mean not not in a bad way it's that sort of athletic boot look that a lot of superhero costumes use now Uh, but the the upper portion the uh, calf armor I know there's a word for that I think I said Greaves last time and I'm not sure if that's right or not Uh, but it, it hangs down over the shoe part And restricts any articulation that might be there there's a little bit uh, it looks like the foot is sort of plugged onto a ball joint uh, very similar to how old Neca figures used to be so you have a little little bit of side to side and up and down but really not much this guy is not going to be able to squat down Uh, and it seems like something that a Batman ish character should be able to do but again Uh, they're working within restrictions of this form yeah i'd like to see better ankles i'd like for them to figure out a way to incorporate great ankles into their incredible uh, aesthetics but i also understand you know at the end of the day there's only so much you can do and keep these figures looking as good as they do uh so just a gorgeous figure and if you go to needless things podcast on instagram i'll put up some uh pictures to accompany my words so you can check out uh some of the the accessories and the figure and everything else so right now this is what's interesting is stylistically he almost looks like a white black panther which i guess the connotation of that would be uh not something we really want to think about in 2020 but uh it's a cool look it's a very very cool look i like it uh the alternate head has an unmasked face with a black eye and some cuts it's a really really good beat up face uh all of the 112 collective human heads have this amazing thing where the skin uh, it looks like real skin it just looks amazing uh the the, he's got some stubble painted on that looks really good a little bit of hair hanging out from under his mask because what we've got here it's a human head but the mask is pulled up to his forehead so like just his face is sticking out and uh the eyes are a glossy glossy paint so they look they have that wetness of human eyeballs it's it's amazing uh, it's going to be hard for me to not use this head uh when i put this guy on the shelf and one of the great things about 112 collective figures is the heads pop right on and off very very easy to switch out and this guy before i put that unmasked head on comes with a hood piece that is down so it's like it's pushed down over his neck so this actually you take this piece and you clip it onto this little ring that's at the top of his cloak which way does this go okay and uh, again this is a little tricky oh there we go no it's not it pops right into place I don't know what I was even thinking about so that fastens over this little ridge that's sticking up then you take the unmasked head And pop it right on that ball joint and there you go it's a little awkward because the front of the hood piece sits a little bit high but it looks good it looks good and I like this better than if the hood just magically disappeared oh wait a minute that goes down a little bit further okay so actually yeah that's great it looks great Wow and uh, the contrast of the human face in the midst of all of the white, is a really, really cool look. Uh, I like this a lot. Now, I'm not going to sit here and swap out all the hands and accessories and everything else, but I will talk about them. Uh, the hands, we have, he comes with fists as his default. He's got open fists for holding things. He's got open, sort of relaxed hands, uh, like I'm getting ready to fight hands, maybe and then he's got two hands that are holding little throwing knife not knife but uh, they're like little tiny batarangs basically except maybe they're called niterangs i don't know uh but it's cool cuz the right hand like that has one little niterang just in between his first two fingers and then the other one has three in between uh, all of his knuckles Looks very, very cool. And the hands on these are just as easy to swap out as the head. Uh, There's a little peg sticking out of the ball joint. And they just pop right on and off. They're wonderful. And they stay put very well. Let's take a look at the other side, which is where the actual weapons are stored. And what we've got here is a crescent moon-shaped boomerang, or possibly just a blade he uses to cut people open. I don't know. Uh, Looks cool it's got a silver detail on what looks like where he holds it and then the sharpened blade part the outer crescent is that pearlescent white Uh, it it looks awesome and it'll fit just fine in one of these little hands here underneath that we have a piece of film It's, it's sticky film holding what look like nunchucks in place now here's the great thing about these Uh, Well, one of the great things about these, they have an actual metal chain connecting these two nunchucks, and the nunchucks themselves are vicious. They are painted silver and that pearlescent white, and they have pointed ends, so like he throws this at your head, and it's going to poke a hole in you. Uh, these are very, very vicious-looking nunchucks. They're cool, and the chain is nice and long. Uh, this is a great, great weapon. I really like this thing. This is cool, and it's rigid plastic. These are not made of rubber uh, like the accessories of other toy lines. And, I, you know, on the one hand, I feel like I can't compare these to Star Wars Black Series, Marvel Legends, DC Multiverse, or whatever. Uh, but on the other hand, you do need to know what the differences are to justify the uh, high price point of these figures and that's you know one of the things is the weapons in these are sturdy they are not cheapest way out weapons they are not minimal paint app weapons they are not nunchucks that are one single piece of plastic Uh, they've got a chain they've got a legit for real chain in there they look awesome Uh, and then we over here got another piece of sticky film securing the last of the weapons into place and we have a uh, it's a little short for a staff but it is it's a it's a battle I'm hesitant to call it a staff it's more of a battle stick like if this guy is six feet tall this thing's about four feet long I look and I'm not going to say if if he hit you with this it would hurt you'd be having a bad day uh, but it's it's a little short, but maybe that's sort of his signature thing, this little short staff. And it's uh, aesthetically, it's very similar to the nunchucks. It almost looks like the nunchucks could separate out into this piece. And I'm actually looking right now. No, the designs are different. Like stylistically, these are obviously part of a set, but this this piece does not separate out into those nunchucks that's not the intention here but another beautiful elegant yet vicious looking weapon and you know what i think that's what i like so much about this figure is it's very elegant but everything about it looks dangerous all right so let's set that staff aside And the final piece, and and possibly the most brutal and impressive piece from his arsenal, uh, there is a long chain, I would say about 10 inches long, and it connects on one end another nunchuck piece that is the same as the other nunchucks. And actually, I think maybe the intent here is that this sort of grappling hook piece pops out of the end of one of the nunchucks maybe uh, except for the fact that the chain is so much longer i don't know again at the very least this is a, a matched set of weaponry uh so we have a nunchuck handle on one end and on the other end is a spear and i, I called it a grappling hook but really it looks more like uh the spear scorpion uses in mortal combat where he's going to throw this thing at you and it's going to hook you and uh he's going to you over and and possibly end your life i don't know if this guy kills or not but everything that he comes with makes it seem like he probably kills uh so somebody somebody shoot me a message let me know does moon knight kill because he certainly looks like a, a killer but he also looks so fancy not he's he's an evening vigilante but he also looks like he could show up at your dinner party and murder everyone uh i this is not something i would really want too often out of my 112 figures because a variant along these lines for the money would just not seem worth it but a blood spattered moon knight variant with this pure pristine white but just a few spatters of blood on it would look incredible Uh, And yes, I understand for the price, I'm sure I could just buy another Moon Knight and spatter some blood on it myself, but I wouldn't do it as well as Mezco would do it. They're experts. They're amazing. Uh, So this figure, I feel like if you're a Moon Knight fan, this is a must-have. One, because it's it's a top-of-the-line, best-in-class, incredible action figure of Moon Knight, but also because how many Moon Knight figures do you really get? Uh, You know, if, if, if you're like, Moon Knight's my favorite guy, he's the only one I collect, then what have you got, like six figures, maybe? So get this one, it's amazing. If you're not a Moon Knight fan, if you're just a 112 collector, you need to have this one because it's so distinctive. I'm already right now, I'm looking over at my shelf, and I've got Space Ghost, and I've got Alex from Clockwork Orange, and those are the most like white figures over there. Uh, but this one is a whole different thing. It's going to really stand out, especially putting it down on the Marvel shelf, where I've got a lot of darker characters and red characters. Uh, it's, it's really going to bring that shelf up. It's going to look amazing. But this is just... This is an outstanding action figure. Once again, Mezco has knocked it out of the park. Uh, the articulation, real quick, since I, I kind of didn't talk totally about it before, but I mean... Double-jointed knees, double-jointed elbows, crazy shoulder joints. I talked about those. Um, abdominal articulation underneath his suit. There's a joint under the uh, under the chest and at the waist. Uh, the hip joints, major motion there. Uh, all, all of the posability of an old-school G.I. Joe figure, basically, as far as the hips go. And, and the head is on a nice ball joint. It's a little limited just because of the design of the hood and the neck piece, but I'm okay with that because that's what this character should look like, I assume. Uh, I don't know a better way they could have done because, look, this hood has a very specific shape. I don't see how they could have put a fabric hood on this guy and had... like. His hood has to look like it looks, and I don't see how soft goods could have gotten this job done, and they're very clever with how everything kind of blends into everything else, even though they're different materials so uh, this figure I'm a hundred percent yes, glad I ordered it. Uh, I'm stoked. it's awesome. it's amazing. I'm gonna sit here and play with it some more after I stop recording. So if you were on the fence about it order it. It's great. Uh, just don't open it up after you've eaten, like, chocolate or anything. And there you go. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll be back with another minicast soon. And uh, also, a long-awaited new addition to the Needless Things family should be hitting, I think, this week. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vic's employee. Love you. Mean it. uh Uh-huh.